0: Hello, and welcome to Book Blurbs. I'm Gabrielle Sutherland.
1: I'm Ricky Smith.
2: And I'm Brielle Serval. Here at Book Blurbs, it is our mission to empower readers and writers and encourage others to read.
1: We thrive to highlight books about girls and people of color. We are located in the Baltimore area.
2: The book we'll be discussing today is Esperanza Rising by Pam Munoz-Ryan and published by Scholastic in the year 2000. It has won the Pura Belpre Award, a Jane Addams Children's Book Award, was listed in the ALA's top 10 best books for young adults and many other awards. Esperanza Rising was also commissioned as a play by the Minneapolis Children's Theater and has been performed in many venues around the U.S including the Goodman in Chicago and the Majestic Cutler Theater in
0: Boston. Pam Munoz Ryan was born and raised in California's San Joaquin Valley. As a child, she discovered a love for reading but never considered writing as a possible career. Today, she is the author of Riding Freedom, Echo, and most recently, Manana Land, as well as many picture books, including Mice and Beans. For more information, you can visit her website at www.pammaniosryan.com.
1: Esperanza Rising is about a young girl, Esperanza Ortega, who is forced to leave her happy, glamorous life in Mexico and moved to the United States in order to pursue safety and security from her uncles after her father's murder. Although she has grown up on a successful great ranch, she has never had to work, but now being thrusted into the life of a California farm worker She has to learn to survive in this new reality. This book, set during the Great Depression, is one of tragedy, sickness, and struggle in an unfamiliar land, but ultimately one of change and acceptance of a strange life.
2: One section that I really liked is right at the beginning of the book. It reads, Our land is alive, Esperanza said Papa, taking her small hand as they walked through the gentle slopes of the vineyard. Leafy green vines draped the arbors, and the grapes were ready to drop. Esperanza was six years old and loved to walk with her Papa through the winding rows, gazing up at him and watching his eyes dance with love for the land. This whole valley breathes and lives, he said, sweeping his arm toward the distant mountains that guarded them. It gives us the grapes, and then they welcome us." He gently touched a wild tendril that reached into the row, as if it had been waiting to shake his hand. He picked up a handful of the earth and studied it. Did you know that when you lie down on the land, you can feel it breathe? That you can feel its heart beating? happy I want to feel it,' she said. "'Come.' They walked to the end of the row, where the incline of the land formed a grassy swell. Papa lay down on his stomach and looked up at her, patting the ground next to him. Esperanza smoothed her dress and knelt down. Then, like a caterpillar, she slowly inched flat next to him, their faces looking at each other. The warm sun pressed on one of Esperanza's cheeks and the warm earth on the other. She giggled. Shh! He said, you can only feel the Earth's heartbeat when you are still and quiet. He swallowed her laughter and after a moment said, I can't hear it, Poppy. Wait a little while and the fruit will fall into your hand. You must be patient, Esperanza. She waited and lay silent, watching Papa's eyes. And then she felt it, softly at first, a gentle thumping then stronger, a resounding thud, 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 against her body. She could hear it too, the beating rushing into her ears. Shump, shump, shump. She stared at Papa, not wanting to say a word, not wanting to lose the sound, not wanting to forget the feel of the heart of the valley. She pressed closer to the ground until her body was breathing with the earth, and with Papa's, the three hearts beating together. She smiled at Papa, not needing to talk, her eyes saying everything, and his smile answered hers, telling her that he knew she had felt it. I love that section, because it shows her deep relationship with her father, teaches us about her, and shapes the rest of the story. Now we will discuss Esperance rising and highlight some key parts in the book so you can get a few different perspectives to figure out where you stand when reading this book. Keep your mind open for different opinions and feel
0: free to discuss along with us. Ricky, what was your initial reaction to the book? My initial reaction was a kind of disdain for Esperanza at the beginning because I felt that she was kind of spoiled.
1: I actually agree with you. I felt she was self-centered, naive, and a bit rude at first. But as time went on, she was forced to be more compassionate and became more resilient. I think that it had nothing had gone wrong and she still lived on her family's farm. A lot of self growth would have been missed.
2: Yeah, I agree with you guys. So um, my favorite part of the book was at the end when Esperanza shows how much she's grown throughout the story. She also says something to Isabel better, I would like to once told her in the beginning of the book, do not ever be afraid to start over. When Esperanza said this, I really felt as if she really understood that saying and was passing down her knowledge to Isabel. Um, What do you think, Gabby?
0: I think my favorite part of the book was the passage that you just read about her and her father and the heartbeat of the earth. Because later on in the book, that same want of connection to the earth is seen, especially when she becomes a farm worker and she has to work the land. So I think it's something that she remembers and helps her to pull through even in the toughest moments
2: yeah i definitely agree with you it was a great part of the book
1: which characters in the book did you like best i i liked esperanza's mother because basically she was smart and resourceful and had no trouble Adjusting to the new lifestyle at all?
2: Yeah, I had a lot of favorite characters throughout the book. Um, but the one I enjoy the most is Isabel, because she is so young, but really strong and can push on. And as Francis says, she doesn't worry about much and enjoys the little things in life, as we all should. And she also has a very curious, energetic, energetic personality, which I like.
1: Well, to be honest, I didn't really not like any of the characters besides the uncles at the beginning, and I guess the bandits that killed old Esperanza's father, but they don't feature much in this story.
2: Um. How did your guys' opinion of the characters change over the course of the book? Well, I started off thinking that Esperanza was a bit spoiled and selfish at the start of when her life changed drastically. But as the story went on, I had a um, respect for her and became really happy for what she was doing. I also felt that Marta at the beginning, was a very mean character and a bit of a bully um, when we first met her. But when I realized what she had gone through and why she acted the way she did, I felt better about her. But that still didn't mean that she should treat others bad.
0: Well, Brielle, I started off thinking that Esperanza, as I said earlier, and I agree with you, she was spoiled. And I thought that she because of who she was, she would never have any problems in life. But <laughs> I turned out to be very, very wrong. Um, but I think that also her mother, because at the beginning, I didn't really think that her mother would play a lot a huge role because it seemed that she was more, that sponsor was more closely tied to her father But as the story goes on, you see how she does have a huge connection, a very important connection to her mother. And we see how that impacts the story and how that changes the plot as it goes on.
1: I think that Esperanza learns to be strong first after her her father dies, been traveling to California, and then when her mother, Ramona, gets sick, and Esperanza has to work in the field with the adults, what do you think?
2: I agree with you. Esperanza really faces a lot of troubles, but she's still able to continue and grow stronger along the way, and she has a couple good friends that help her, and some other people that may change her opinion. And uh, I thought it was a really great story.
0: Do you think that Esperanza and Miguel could further their relationship now that they're both at the same socioeconomic level?
1: Yes, I guess so. I mean, I guess that's how things go, but I don't really know. That's their choice.
0: I think that when you remember the part at the beginning of the book, where Esperanza says that she wants to marry Miguel, and then as you go further into the book, you find out about how she realizes that in Mexico, They will never be able to marry because he is a servant. He works at the farm that her father owns. But now that they're in California, which is a different country, and they are both at this kind of poor socioeconomic level, it gives them the ability to rethink who they are and whether they love each other and whether they want to eventually get married
2: yeah that's great um
0: so i was
2: thinking about the characters that we would all want to be and i would love to be the main character of the book and um Even knowing how difficult it was for Esperanza, I would like to be able to learn like what it was like um, changing the lifestyle I've always known and grow from it. And I also want to learn how important it is to be grateful for everything I have, like family and friends and education and everything else that I have. Um, And also I've never worked in the fields. I mean, I've done some weeding and mowing the lawn, um, but I never like pick grapes or cut out potato eyes. Um, So I would really like to be a harvester and. um,
0: Well, Brielle, I started off thinking that Esperanza, as I said earlier, and I agree with you, she was spoiled. And I thought that she, because of who she was, she would never have any problems in life. But (laughs) I turned out to be very, very wrong. Um, But I think that also her mother, because at the beginning i didn't really think that her mother would play a lot a huge role because it seemed that she was more the sponsor was more closely tied to her father but as the story goes on you see how she does have a huge connection a very important connection to her mother and we see how that impacts the story and how that changes the plot as it goes on I think that Esperanza and Miguel could further their relationship now that they are both at the same socioeconomic level? Yeah,
2: that's great. Um, so I was thinking about the characters that we would all want to be, and I would love to be the main character of the book. And um, even knowing how difficult it was for Esperanza, I would like to be able to learn like what it was like um, changing the lifestyle I've always known and grow from it and I also want to learn how important it is to be grateful for everything I have like family and friends and education and everything else that I have um, and also I've never worked in the fields I mean I've done some reading and mowing the lawn, um, but I never like pick grapes or cut out potato eyes. Um, So I would really like to be a harvester and um, be Esperanza.
0: (laughs) I agree with you, Brielle. I would love to be Esperanza as well because the growth uh, that and the changes that she goes through, really are something that make you think about who you are yourself as the reader. But I also think that I might like to be Miguel because although he does have hardships, I think that he's a really cool person. And I think that I would like to be a mechanic too maybe, although I'm not that good with fixing things.
1: I'd actually want I actually don't want to be any of them but I would like to find out what happened to Marta after the, they were taken away or ran away
2: or something Yeah that wasn't really shown in the book I'd also like to know what happened to her
1: which places in the book would you like most most like to visit? I would love to go to modern California.
2: Yeah, um, I would love to visit Esperanza's old home in Agua Mexico. Mexico. Um, it sounds like a wonderful place and it has a nice view. And I also want to pick some grapes because I've never done it before and it would be a very cool um, and hopefully relaxing experience um, for me. Um, So I also found some quotes from the book that I liked. Um, Well, One of them was, every rose has its thorns and the meaning of this quote is, life will always have struggles and hard times, but that's just part of life. Um, this quote also has a theme that is greatly used in this book. And I was thinking a bit about this phase and realized that when you prick your finger on the rose's thorn, it bleeds, um, but the bleeding will stop eventually and the wound will heal. You'll also learn to be more careful when handling roses um it's the same with life. When you stumble upon difficult times, it can be scary and painful, but it will pass eventually and you can learn from your mistakes.
0: Esperanza rising reminded me of the secret garden. Why?
1: because they both emigrated from a familiar country to an unfamiliar country where they had to adjust and do things they wouldn't normally do. Also, the, the protagonists were both, at first, spoiled children.
0: I found that Esperanza Rising was a heartwarming and touching book about a girl adjusting to life after being uprooted and torn away from all her comforts. She learns and experiences things that she never imagined even existed. Pam, you know, Ryan has flipped the concept from rags to riches on its head. Yet, we still have the story of Una Reyna, a queen, a queen in spirit, who, like a phoenix, is rising from the ashes, both literally and figuratively. That's the end of this episode today. Thank you for listening, and send
2: us any questions or comments you have. And you might be featured on the next episode of Book Blurbs.
1: To learn more about this pod you can visit our website at anchor.fm slash words.
0: I'm Gabrielle Sutherland.
1: I'm Ricky Smith.
0: And I'm Brielle
2: Sergal. Keep on reading, and we'll see you next time.